everybody, and welcome to Nerd Alert! First of all, apologies for the hiatus. Uh, we've been really backed up with Star Wars stuff. and oh, yeah. So other... much Star Wars. Star Wars, Marvel, other, and, you know, other news. Yeah. And, you know, Thanksgiving, I, I guess. You know, yeah. But like, yeah. Okay. okay. Holidays. Yeah. So, but we're back, and we wanted to give our initial reactions to uh, Black Widow, the trailer, and we've uh, got all three <laughs> podcasters here today, Maddie. The Marvel Musketeers. Bridget, me. And Jen, with a G, as in G, you are great. Maybe a little gross. <laughs> all right. Okay, so... First of all, I just want to give this little tidbit about the trailer dropping. Scarlett Johansson had no idea that this trailer was dropping to... Yeah, yeah. Really? Yes. So she found out from a text from Chris Evans at 5 a.m. <gasps> saying, oh great God. trailer. <laughs> it was. It was so hilarious. Highlight when you go and watch that interview she does with Stephen Colbert where she talks about more Black Widow stuff. She's like, someone from that. Marvel has a dark gun trained at me right now. <laughs> Can't say anything. Basically, yeah. But I'm, I'm just awesome. like, I love it so much. I love that <laughs> she found out from Chris Evans texting her that like, at funny. five in the morning. At I, five I, I'd in like morning. to emphasize that. Yeah, <laughs> They're good friends. Yeah. Such good friends. I love it. So, so pure. Uh, but anyway, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into the deep dive here. So, what were your, what was your guys's like, initial gut reaction to watching the trailer for the first time. Wow, okay, so, like, there I am, just eating my breakfast, minding my own business, where Bridget just texts me and Maddie in a group message saying, like, oh, by the way, uh, Black Widow trailer, you know, just letting you know, and I may or may not have, <laughs> like, spit out my Cheerios and, like, <laughs> immediately die for a laptop. It's fine, the stain will go away. But my first reaction was, Oh my god, this is happening. Oh my gosh. A lot of frothy, incoherent muttering. Second time around, it was more coherent, but still couldn't make out words, basically. I was I was very excited. Very pumped. What about yeah. you? I so I watched it for the first time before this podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> like minutes ago. But I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling the the background story and the you know, what makes her who she is. I'm excited to see that. And um, I was really impressed by the score in oh, the in the video. And um, I don't know, I'm just really excited to see, like, the whole team that she's a part of with the Red Guardian and everything, so. Yeah. Um, for me, my, my gut reaction was confusion. I was like, wait a minute. This is not the prequel that I was expecting. It's more like a midquel because mm -hmm. with the appearance yeah. of, of Ross and the, her long braid, I was like, wait, no, yeah. not a blonde like, tip. Wait, and wait, like, wait. So it was like, okay, this is between Civil War and yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. And so that was a little bit jarring. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that wasn't what I was expecting, but okay. And uh, second reaction was like, why did Cap show up? Because <laughs> I'm like, they had the flashbacks, this team, this job, this family, and like... Well, we saw his back. Like, we saw part of his back. <laughs> I think we saw more of Bruce's back, but uh, okay, man. Not salty about that at all. I'm just saying, he could have been in the flashback footage. Whatever. <clears throat> um, but, but Clinton was there, so that's good. So... Yeah. Yeah, so from, from the opening shot, though, we get a reference to Clint, her relationship with Clint, though, because we see that it pans out that statue that's in Budapest, Hungary. Yeah. So, that, so we all know that that's line from exactly. Avengers. We all know Budapest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we all know Budapest, but we don't know Budapest. That's yeah, the whole yeah. thing. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> 
We so, want to know Budapest. We want to know Budapest. So, Jen, what do you think is, is you know, happening there? What happened in Budapest? What are your theories? That's just it. We have nothing to go on. Like, no. we get little references here and there. And you got Alexander Pierce, like, being like, like, oh, yeah, it was bad, you know, like, everyone, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, typical villain monologue or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then whenever Clint and Nat talk about it, it's very um, lighthearted. And I'm guessing it's just something that was, like, super bad and super scary at the time. But, mm-hmm. like, give it a, you know, a couple of years, a bit of space, a bit of time. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that time we almost died? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I feel, too, like it's softer moments. Like you said, it's really, like, the, it, almost like they bonded in Budapest. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not seeing, like, chronologically the Budapest thing, like, mm-hmm. the actual event. Because this is the mid-cool and everything, and that happened before Avengers and stuff. Yeah. Not confusing at all. Um, but, like, I'm hoping that it can give a good, like, you know, just a little little tidbit about, like, all right, what went down there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. be nice. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It might even connect with whatever's going on with, like, Black Widow and her reuniting with her um, family, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, and how she ends up joining the Secret Avengers. Which, okay, guys, my personal personal hope that I don't think will happen, like, ultimate fan service fangirl wish, is that, like, at the end of the movie, like, Cap comes in to, from the future to bring her, to save her, to get her, like, to the future. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, it's a major loophole that, like, I'd love he'd exploit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so lovely? much that really could be possible. Yeah, like, it would fix her death. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, it would. Just and I would be like, whoa. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's just, like, what I secretly want. Yeah. Desperately. Yeah, basically. Um, well, especially since she didn't get a funeral, I feel like that could leave us with a little bit of something. Like, there's a possibility there. This movie could either kind of fix that little oversight, or it could just ignore it entirely, mm-hmm. or... It could progress something more for Scarlett Johansson's character. Yeah. Who knows? Or setting up Yelena as the new Black Widow, but yeah. that's, I mean, which happens in the comics, which oh, is a possibility, man. but... Yeah. We're getting to the nitty-gritty now, that's folks. Yeah. Deep, yeah. deep Marvel. Okay, but yeah, getting back to the broader <laughs> thing, though, um, so, I, what I kind of hope for this movie, like, in thinking about, like, especially her death, it's mm-hmm. like, why is this movie still relevant? And I think that is a question that they were definitely gonna have to tackle, because, like, why did, is it happening now? Like... Yeah. Why couldn't they have slotted it, say, when Captain Marvel was released? Because, no offense, I'm not sure we really needed that movie right before Infinity War. No. Like, other than introducing her character, it didn't really do much. Yeah. You know, in terms of the bigger story. Basically, yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't know. It could have been just really bad planning on Marvel's part when it comes to Black Widow, which wouldn't shock me. But, <laughs> um, yeah. the other half of me is like, well, maybe it is intentional and there's something about it that we're not thinking about. So I think Marvel has been better at fixing their goofs (laughs) than actually planning and making it like a strategic thing. So I feel like they're going to fix some of the goofs that they, they did, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, but I mean, one of my biggest issues with her death and the way it happened was just, you know, this big sacrificial death and she has all this red in her ledger and I just feel like that part of her character was never resolved and so... Um, I mean, there's this really important line from her dialogue with Ross, you know, where they're going back and forth about, like, oh, I heard you had to leave in a hurry, you know, yeah. but she's like, and he's like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I lived a lot of lives, but I'm done running from my past, basically. And you mm-hmm. see her going back to her, quote-unquote, family, yeah. the Red Room and everything, 
And so that was something that I really, really wanted for her character was that, like, I wanted to see her grow and, like, learn to let go of the sins of her past and realize that there's nothing you can do by human effort to, you know, wipe that slate clean. Yeah, what's done is done. All you can do now is learn from your mistakes and be at peace with the ones that you made, even if they're really dark and really uh, bloody. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I just really wanted to see that character journey. And so I think the indication here is that that's a possibility of, like, her personal character growth here. That, like, you know, she is going back to confront her past and she can grapple with it. Because I just, like, you know, even if she does die and stay dead and everything, like, I just, I would have wanted her to be at peace with that part of herself. That's not, like, her dying to make up for all these other things. Yeah. She, you know? Right, right, right. Very it just, cheap. It just didn't sit well with me, so... Yeah. You know, if I could see her, like, making coming to terms with her own past and her own self, you know, and be fulfilled and at peace in all those ways, like, I would be able to swallow her death, I think, a little bit easier. I agree. Basically, yeah. So, anyways. But I was, so uh, another interesting I, I, thing I noticed in the trailer is just, like, all the flashbacks and, like, mm-hmm. you know, I used to have nothing, then I got this job, you know, this family. And yeah, that's a quote family. from the end game. And yeah. what I thought was interesting is that it shows a, of the, you know, Clint and also Nick Fury. Yeah, that that was interesting because, like, it's understandable why they would put Clint in the flashback because that's her best friend right there. Right. Like, it's been established many times that those two have such a deep bond. Mm-hmm. Right. And Nick Fury, I, I was surprised that they, like, kind of put the focus on him. Mm-hmm. Like... Even though she was saddened by his supposed death in Winter Soldier, there was no other real indication that those two were friends, I guess? I Nick Fury does not have friends. That's the... Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I just thought it was odd. Like, I mean, like, she does seem to regard him and love him very deeply because of that really tender scene, like you said, like, when he died, she has her hand on his head and everything, and it's, like, hard to let go of that. But, you know, there clearly wasn't that, you know, real sense of trust or intimacy, right? Because, like, he fakes his death and she didn't even know. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you know, so I was just like, that's an interesting choice. So, like, is he going to play a role? Because we already have an indication of Clint somehow at least obscurely playing a role in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Just from the whole Budapest thing. But Nick Fury, what's maybe, he doing? Maybe they're going to they're gonna flash forward a little, too. And, like, you know, bring in that meeting moment between her and Nick. But who yeah, knows? I don't know. Who knows? Because I was thinking to myself, like, okay, like, after Nick supposedly dies in Winter Soldier, but then, like, oh, no, he didn't. He was just faking. Haha, suckers, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, when do they, when do we see him next? We see him get destined in Infinity War. That's, that's. What's he doing in that time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe we get an explanation for that that might tie into the story. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Yeah, it's just because, especially because, like, it said family over his image, and I'm just like, yeah. that was just, yeah. I don't know if that, that could have just been a weird, you know, trailer edit, but, you know, it's just something I thought about, I was like, that's odd, but, yeah. Yeah. But okay, so, so, so the next thing I want to talk about is her whole thing with Elena, who's the smaller blonde, wet <laughs> black widow, I think it's implied, um, 
I thought that fight sequence was amazing. Yeah, yeah I love that that's how they gorgeous. greet each other. <laughs> and then you just see them, like, riding a motorcycle later with each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're, we're sisters again. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's, like, me, me and my sister, like, we should just beat each other up when we, <laughs> when we see each other and then be like, all right, we're cool. <laughs> Man, what I appreciate was that fighting sequence. Very nicely choreographed. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can tell they learn from the same person, same they organization. They are very synchronized. Matched shot for shot yeah. they even trade guns at some point yeah you know? and it almost looks like a dance because mm-hmm. and it seems like a like they're doing it on purpose like a yeah. dance because they know they're not going to kill each other they just you know yeah basically it's just fun so yeah that was an awesome was scene a right great there. scene yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited to see it in the movie and you see, you I can feel like a little bit of the resentment too from Elena where she's like what brings you home yeah she's yeah. a little bit hostile a lot of it hostile. Yeah, a lot hostile. <laughs> well, she points a gun in her face. So. Man, the dialogue between them was pretty cool, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know you're here. Yeah. I know you know I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Like, whoa, okay. Like, that's so meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I love that little back and forth. And like I said, Yelena, um, she goes on to take up the Black Widow mantle in the comics, so it's definitely could be a reference to that. We'll see, we'll yeah. see what's going on there. Um, Who knows? We might be introduced to a new Marvel lady, you know, now that Black Widow's gone. She yeah. could be like, all right, sign me up. Why not? You know, who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe secretly this is really just a backstory for her and she's really the subplot. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to do that also. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Um... Yeah, and then and then the other dialogue from Natasha was, you know, saying, like, we have unfinished business, we have to go back to where it all started, and it has that very short clip of what we assume is the Red Room, all these girls, like, training in this yeah. sequence, yeah. I'm you know? I'm excited for that. Yeah, so I'm always excited to learn more about the Red Room. We, we I, I mean, I learned a little bit when I watched Agent Carter, because they had a Black Widow, quote-unquote, character in, on that show, and so there was a little bit of, of what that program was like. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to watch Agent Carter. I haven't Oh, it gosh. It's so good. You can yeah. watch it on, on Disney+. Plus. I know. I'm going to start now. <laughs> yeah, you got to, yeah. Um, so that's, it gives a little bit of the backstory. Like, they sleep in beds with their one hand handcuffed to the bed. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. Um, so, like, little tidbits like that, like that. And so I'm, I'm always interested in knowing, like, okay, what's, you know, what else is there that, you know, especially in the more modern program, because this is, took place in the, you know, in the 40s, and then Agent Carter, like, going back mm-hmm. into, like, or I guess the 30s, which is when they did the flashbacks, but, um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool, and, like, especially as another reference to Natasha, like, going back to her past and dealing with it, you yeah. know? Like, why is she reconnecting with him? Is it just a personal thing? There's gotta be something else, too. Basically, so many, yeah. So many questions. Um... But, okay, and then the big reunion, though, the big reunion scene with Yelena and uh, with the with the Red Guardian, or Alexei, who, mm-hmm. in the comics, they were married, Black Widow and Red Guardian. Which, okay. Yeah, so Red Guardian's like the Soviet Union uh, equivalent of Captain America, blah, 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 and they were married, and then, like, they faked his death. At the Red Room faked his death, and Natasha wow. was dead, and it was wow. a whole, it was a whole thing. Dear gosh, I'm hoping that's not really their relationship in this version. That like you know, cause, especially because he seems like older than her. Like 
well, it would explain why she was into Bruce. She's just into older dudes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah. So, as, you know, he makes the reference to family back together, but, like, if, you know, it's with when they're all literally back together. Yeah. So, I'm not sure it's necessarily referring to a marital relationship, but... Who knows? But either way, we're introduced to another new character, Rachel Weeze's yeah. character. Yeah. Oh. Also known as Iron Maiden, uh, Melina. Wow. So we only get one line from her where she makes fun of him for being fat, whatever. Um, yeah, you got fat. Like, uh, okay, okay. Rude. I, I see how this is. Rude. Oh, man. Pretty interesting right there, like, that little family, I quote-unquote family dynamic. Because I'm already, we already got a scene of Nat and Yelena, like, kind of doing what I can only equivalent to sisterly banter you know (laughs) for red room sisters still got nothing on our iron maiden if she's like got that sisterly bond with them too or Mm -hmm. if she's more like that quiet silent type older sister type who knows but red guardian he's i'm curious to see what they're gonna do with him yeah Yeah, he seems like the outlier of that that. group like he seems the least serious if that makes sense yeah i feel like he's probably the well he i mean he's like they were saying is the the uh, Soviet version of Captain America. So I feel like he's going to be that plastered, you know, guy on the posters. And, you know, he's going to be like the show, the show guy, the joker. and the, Oh, my God. The fun one. Yeah, so, he, he seems like more of the fun especially one. Especially with the actor that they chose to play him. He's a pretty colorful guy. Yeah, so guy. Tell, tell me a little bit about this actor. Um, so he plays, uh, what's his name on Stranger Things? Um, he's like a hop. He yeah, plays Hopper yeah. on Stranger Things, and I really loved his character and the way that he portrayed him, um, just with his kind of surly, you know, <laughs> I hate everybody kind of attitude, but he actually is a super soft teddy bear on the inside, yeah. and ends up taking in an orphan, and, you know, oh, he yeah. loves the woman from high school, and so it's it's a very interesting character dynamic that he's been able to brand for himself, and now he's moving into the Marvel universe, and that's exciting for me, because I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Nice. Um, and I don't know much about the Red Guardian, but I do know that, like, if he's playing it, it's going to be, it's going to be some, he's got to be the comedy. He has to be. I, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But so. I like that you see him, like, still fighting. I like, still, I still got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I still see him strong and, and like, he's going to be a leader of some type, but he's, you know, I think he is the clown, probably. We'll see. I don't know. If I've there is such him... a thing in the Red Guardian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. I kind of felt like the fun uncle. I got the fun uncle vibe a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, deadly uncle. Yeah, fun, yeah, deadly but uncle. But if he, I mean, it depends on how they portray him with Widow, too, because if they were supposed to be married at some point, like, how are they going to incorporate this relationship now that they're coming back together in this movie? I mean, yeah. I mean, we've seen multiple times that not everything in the comics translates well yeah. into the MCU. Yeah. yeah. So I, Mostly I, for popularity reasons, yeah. basically. Yeah, so I I would think, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, after what they've, the, just All the, the controversy with her and her, like, love life that's yeah, already happened. Exactly. I would just not touch yeah. that with, like, a 30-foot pole. No, I wouldn't either, and I don't think they want to put that, like, on their plate. I would be Please surprised if they do, but also maybe not surprised. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lately, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what to expect from Marvel Marvel's when it comes been to making some strange decisions. Like... <laughs> <clears throat> yes, yes, as but... we saw with Spider Man. <laughs> well, he he's back. He's back. He is. It's he's fine. Back. It's We're fine. Okay. We're okay. Mm. Yeah. So 
yeah, I think there are a lot of interesting challenges that this movie's gonna have to to face. Where it's like you're introducing all these new characters that we've not yeah. seen before. I mean, it's like yeah. it's I expected just like to mean I don't know mostly a focus on Elena because that's the only one I knew like the most about. But like it's like a whole group that we've just not seen before. I also think this is going to have a lot to do with the other Marvel films that are coming out with the new Black Panther and the, what is the, um... The Eternals? The Eternals. We've got, you know, what's that the new Doctor ninja Strange. guy? Yeah, another Doctor Strange. Like, Phase 4 is full of yeah, new these characters. These are new characters. So I feel like Phase 4 is like, it's like they started Avengers over again. You know, yeah, they're, they're going to assemble true. a new team and that's then probably true. have a team up of some kind. But, um... You know, it's like, it's setting it up. But it's interesting because they're starting with someone who's already from the Avengers team. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess You know, so. how is that going to tie in with the uh, the remaining Help us wean off characters. our favorite characters yeah. to lead us into the new characters. Yeah, and then and all of us who are, like, diehard fans of what Avengers has become, we're going to have a hard time transitioning into Phase 4. Because <laughs> yeah. so, we're all going to yeah. be like, where is so-and-so? Yeah. Oh, you know? so-and-so's dead. Yeah, oh so-and-so's gosh. dead. And this person is not here yet. This is a different timeline. So it's like, <laughs> we're going to be so confused and lost for a long time in Phase 4. I feel like the main, like, like the regular moviegoers who are not steeped in this world will be so confused when they go to see this exactly. exactly. My sister the other day, she was like, I'm just going to watch Endgame. I said, what? She's like, and I said, you haven't seen any of the other movies. You won't understand it. She's like, I don't care. I'm just going to watch Endgame. I'm like, that is sacrilege. Oh my gosh. Sacrilege. Like, at least with these single movies, though, like with the single character and yeah. like, backstories, people Based? can go and see yeah, them. And exactly. you don't have to like dog on them for not seeing the other ones before it. Because it's not a team up. It's not like something where they need history. They can just like go and enjoy it. I think they're, it's a marketing thing. <laughs> it's definitely a marketing yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. I guess so, but people who have watched, who have been, like, still watching the movies, oh, yeah. but not been, like, steeped in it, yeah. will be like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Well, specifically with this one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought she was dead. Yeah. You know? like, what? Or, like, they won't even know about her history if they haven't yeah. seen the others. Exactly. Like, so. Yeah, so that's So we, we hope check. for the people who are newbies to the Marvel Universe that they will enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I also gotta bring it up, you know, I mean, it's a female director. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so this is, like, a lot <laughs> for that, yeah. you know, for that director, but, um, you know, I I am excited, like, I hope that we can see a finesse, and it's weird to say, but, like, a femininity to it, like, and by this I mean just, like, things that, like, is specific to, like, a woman's experience that, like, a man just can't necessarily bring to the table yeah or like he yeah. can but it's not quite the same it's like you know it's different of like a woman telling a story to women mm-hmm. in that sense um and like are there things you're telling a story from a woman's perspective that like you know everyone gets like this this core message right but then there are yeah. subtle things that mm-hmm. like you know i'm looking forward to being able to piece out a little bit like yeah oh, you yeah. thought about this very specifically, you know. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 I would I'm looking forward to little moments like that too. I'm looking forward to that and I'm looking forward to the introduction of the villain Taskmaster. Oh yes, you gotta talk oh. about Taskmaster. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at first, but then once we dug a little deeper, I realized that is Taskmaster. Oh. He is an amazing villain. Oh. He has like a photographic memory where he can mimic your fighting style. 
and then copy it and then wow. use it to fight against you and like kind of guess your next move. That works perfectly for this film because this is more of a she's not really a superhero. She's yeah. Just a person with skills, right? Yeah, I remember. She's not an enhanced person. Right? So. The thing is, though, he even gave, like, Captain America and Spider-Man a hard time. Wow. I know. I don't know about this villain, so I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited so to be introduced. You first, yeah, you first saw him in a cartoon, though, right? I did. I, it was a Spider-Man show. I can't remember which one, unfortunately. I think it's the one when Drake Bell was voicing him. Oh. But mm-hmm. anyways, so... Taskmaster, of course, is giving um, the Avengers trouble, but they're kind of scattered thin, so they send Spider-Man to go, and then Deadpool ends up tagging along, you know? Oh my gosh. I know. And so, those two work together, and at first it's hard, because again, the dude is mimicking their every move. He knows what to do. But Deadpool being Deadpool, he's like, well, he can't get us if he doesn't know what we're gonna do, so he ends up fighting random and ends up, like, helping Spider-Man win and take this guy down. Oh. But Taskmaster, ooh, man. Just, wow. It, he's a great villain. I am looking forward to him. I want to point out, too, that he uses bow and arrows, so I'm wondering if he's, like, come across Clint at some point or something, and that's why he does that. Or... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, something to yeah, think like about. Maybe he... I love the skydiving part, though. Ooh, that was Oh, awesome. yeah. And they're, like, bol- they're trying to, like, chalk bullets at her while she's <laughs> dropping to the ground. Yeah. I don't know like how oh that gosh. works with gravity. But they really okay. want to kill her. Like, they really want to get rid of her if they're yeah. jumping out of planes and, you know, oh, mid-air trying yeah, to that shoot. that sequence looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There's a lot of cool costumes, too, I saw her in. Yes! She transitions a lot in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she does. And I feel like, especially for the costume director, like, that's probably was a big feat for her, because... There, I mean, every scene in the trailer has a different outfit, different yeah. hairdo. I mean, most of them anyway. So it's exciting. It's good. We're going to see a lot of different phases of her, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? By the end of the movie, her hair might be blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Do you, yeah, so do you think it'll lead right up to Infinity War? I wonder. Like, maybe like a post credit scene or something? I don't know. I don't yeah, what will. will be the post credit scene for this movie? That would be the fan service when Cap comes through the... <laughs> That would be the moment. (laughs) That would be like, come on, we gotta get you out of here. And she's like, Look, 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 guys, we've already established at the very beginning of this podcast that Chris and Scarlett have a very special friendship. If she asked him to very nicely, I know he would do it. (laughs) So someone needs to ask him to like like just please do this as a favor to your good friend Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, I feel so greedy, but I know it's a very greedy request and an unlikely one, but I hope for it all the same. I will keep hoping until <laughs> May 2020. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, because I, I feel like Endgame was such a masterpiece in a lot of ways, and so for us to try to screw with what's already Except happened, for Natasha's death. Yeah, I mean, the that lack was of the funeral. only thing that I was devastated by. I was like, I mean, Tony Stark, obviously, like, yeah. everyone was devastated, but I was Ugh. so upset because they didn't give her a funeral. They didn't even really do anything. They just, they all, like, stood around and said she was dead. This is why I just wanted her to live. Because, like, yeah. Tony Stark, like, he, I don't know, they both died saving the world, and she didn't even get the recognition. I'm just like, you know what, screw this. Let her live. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just angry. Um, But, no, I do agree that the end game is such a, like, you know, and her death is such a touching scene. Like, you know, um, I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily for just getting rid of that for the sake of getting rid of it. I just, but also at the same time, I just wonder, like, is there something more that we can get up from her character? And, like, I myself said before um, Infinity War came out, 
you know, like, I think there's more stories to tell about her, you yeah. know, and I still feel like that's true, and that's, that's my own personal thing. Yeah, because, like, I really do feel like there's a lot to tell about her, mostly about, like, her origin story, because, yeah, we had a taste of it, like, in Age of Ultron, but wasn't anyone, like, the least bit curious? Because everyone saw what, like, the other characters saw, but we knew, like, okay, yeah, of course Thor would be thinking about Asgard. Mm-hmm. Of course Tony's, like, freaking out about the end of the world and Cap's thinking about his past. But her past, we, we get, like, zilch. We had nothing right. on her. That's so. part of her game, though. That's part of the game with Widow is that we don't know what, what she has in store. And so, like, every time she gives them a little tidbit, you're like, oh, I get to know a little more about Widow. And I just feel like this movie's going to expose more of the reasons that she does things. It'll be kind of a, um, I mean, obviously it's a background story, but we're going to know why she makes certain choices later on in all the Avengers and the different movies with the other um, heroes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not, again, it's like what you guys were saying. We wonder if this movie's going to lead right up to Infinity War. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It'd be kind of cool to get that whole nod of, like, oh, Cap, hey, there you are, hiding out as you usually are with the beard. I see you got a beard going on. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's, like, given that I, I don't actually think Chris Evans will show up, like, I, I say that very jokingly, um, I think it's more likely that Sam Wilson will show up if, if they do want to go there to, like, yeah. reference her going during the Secret Avengers. I think it'd be fitting, too, because he's getting the Disney Plus series and everything, like, yeah. just to see his face again. Yeah. I feel like realistically that's like the mo- what i would expect to see yeah i agree with that well a girl can dream but alrighty. <laughs> yeah uh was there anything else we wanted to talk about you want to talk about any more about her white suit or <laughs> oh that suit that is thing's amazing, amazing. like all her one. outfits are amazing but that one i was just like whoo yes mm-hmm. oh everything about it the score the Black Widow symbol kind of sneaking in there every now and then. Yeah. And I'm a little surprised. Bridget, like, you actually brought this to my attention. You noted that after the trailer, there wasn't, like, a little bit after we... Another bit of humor at the end of the mm-hmm. trailer. Like, yeah, it says the title some... and then something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like this one. Or, under Roos! Yeah. Know? Yeah. There's always a little something, but there was nothing. And it didn't hit me until you mentioned it, and I'm like, Huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's something I, like, because it's technically the teaser trailer, I'm like, am I supposed to wait for the full-length trailer for that? I can't, I couldn't put my finger on, on what. <laughs> Do you guys think that an element of comedy would destroy a little bit the grim, you know, dark history that she has or do you think that i mean they did it in endgame the i like this one wasn't that for yeah that was that was endgame yeah but i don't know um i just thought it was interesting that there was no extra little scene after oh yeah um but that's just like a very small thing nothing to do with the actual movie just something i noticed Mm -hmm. yeah otherwise that's that's all i got unless you guys want to hear me froth into the mic or something (laughs) I think we're good. I, I think my mic would like to stay dry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Maddie? No, I'm just ready. Let's let's get the <laughs> schedule going, and when it comes out, we're all gonna. So we start do the countdown now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's too long. I don't want to think about it. Let me have this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've waited seventy years. <laughs> I've waited. Or what's that mean? Seventy five years. Long. Yeah. How long? Too long. Too long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we are super excited, obviously. And we uh-huh. hope you guys are sharing in our excitement right yes. now. Yes. Right now. 
And if you're not, then what are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. No, get off of this get podcast. Get off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't succeed in getting you excited, I don't know what I don't know what we can do. Nothing. No. Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing for you creeps out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so, and I'm looking forward to revising our, or updating our Black Widow Appreciation Podcast episode, too. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So stick around for that. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to Nerd, Nerd Alert! Alert! Bye! Bye.